Hello and welcome back to the Ryan Spurs show and today we will be doing a review of the first pre-season match done yesterday uh, against Leighton Orient, the draw, a draw 1-1 yesterday and I'm going to talk uh, a few minutes about it and join the onside uh, Chris Sadler, hello. Good hello. evening, good evening. Yep and I'm going to give you my personal like thoughts on the day and what I thought about a few of you players and how I think they'll do in their future. Should I say that? Like, yeah, go for how it. How do in the future? Uh, you didn't watch the match, did you? you didn't, I didn't see it, no. No, because you don't think that uh, these matches are important to you, do you? They're, no, they're important games yeah. for fitness what? and fitness. whatever, but they're not, you know, they're not in too much of an indicator as to what's coming ahead. Well, uh, I what, did you see the highlights? Did you not see any of the highlights? Uh, no, I'm no, sorry, didn't I didn't know. No. no. Well, uh, Dane Starlet uh, put us in front just before the half-time mark, I believe, with a goal. Uh, it's a good goal. We've got through a goal. Just uh, I settled it into the. Yeah, I, did, I, did, I saw the finish. Yeah, good saw finish, the finish. Good yeah. finish. Yeah. Then, then uh, it was kind of like we defended a bit. Seems like it, and we didn't take our chances. Obviously, it's only the youth team, so it doesn't really matter that much whether we win or not. Does it in these preseason matches? No. no. So uh, yeah, and then we conceded the goal, uh, which made it one-one. I think it was around the sixtieth minute, I believe. Uh, it was a decent goal by Leighton Orient. Obviously, it doesn't matter whether we won or lost, like I just said. But uh, yeah, they're, they're the goals. What do you think about that? Well, as I said, yeah. it's a pre-season friendly. You can't read really too much into it or even anything into it. It is what it is. It's, it's about people getting fit. Obviously, you know, there's no indication there from that game as to what the season's going to look like. So people just need to sort of calm down. I've seen some stuff on Twitter that says... Oh, here we go again, Spurs, one all. for goodness sake, I mean, it's a pre-season friendly, it's a warm-up game, it's getting people fit, don't get too carried away, whatever, you know, if we'd have won the game 10-0, it wouldn't have suddenly meant we're going to have a fantastic season and win the league, if we'd have lost the game 10-0, it wouldn't mean we're going to get relegated, so just don't get too carried away about this kind of match. I don't think this is like a slight glimpse of Nuno's tactical... Reference for the team? No, no, not not yet, no, because it's, it's far too soon for that kind of thing. What, is he just trialling the team out? He, he's, he's got several, you know, matches to warm up the team, get his team the, the way he wants to play, but that's that's a long way down the road. He, he, you know, you can't read too much into these kind of matches at all, really. And he had his first press conference the other day, I believe, didn't he? He did, you know? I, I did see that, yeah. Yeah, and what do you think that comment he made saying about Harry Kane and Gareth Bell? Like, he said about Harry Kane, he's still our player. He didn't say much else, did he? Well, what, what else can he say? Yeah. What else can he say? Um, I've got my thoughts about that, and they're not particularly positive. So, how much do you want me to say about that, really? What did he say about Gareth Bell as well, didn't he, or something like that? Uh, I think he confirmed that Gareth Bell yeah, won't, won't be coming, be coming back, back to but the then I think most of us realised that. that several yeah. weeks ago that the club are not going to fork out 200 grand a week or more on a, on a player that is going to come off the bench you know, and play 30 minutes of a match. But you reckon you'd be given a, a third spell this season if he had been given more time under Mourinho at the start of the season? Possibly. I don't know. I, I'm not so sure about what went on with Gareth Bale. He's just one of them mysteries of the last couple of years. He clearly showed at times what he could do, but then there was other games when he was given opportunities when he, he just, to me, he wasn't, it just didn't feature in the matches. So I'm not surprised and I'm not really that upset that he's not coming back. It's a shame because I would love to have seen him play in in the stadium, in the front, front of the fans. But to me, last season, the stats 
terms of goals scored and games played, look quite impressive. But they kind of tell a bit of a lie in that the half of the games that he did play, he didn't do a great deal. When half the games he, when he did play, he, he actually he did. But when it really mattered, when we really needed him to do something in certain matches, he, he disappeared. So I'm, and to me, I'm not entirely sure what his motivations are as a footballer anymore. So, or maybe I, I, playing golf a bit more. Well, that's I'm not. So, so that there's lots of things that are going wrong at Spurs at the moment, in my opinion. But that that's probably not one of them. I, I, to justify spending that kind of money per week on a wage. But if you looked at Bell's last 15, 10 games, yeah, he, yeah. Had, he had a very good spell. And, uh, he did, but then there was a few games uh, in amongst all that when when we really didn't step up and he seemed to just disappear. And so I don't... Look, Gareth Bell is by no means the, the, the biggest issue of last season, but it's still a bit of a... Bit of a mystery as to exactly what really went on there between him Did and Mourinho Spurs. Want him? Did Mourinho want him? Did Mourinho want him? Did he really have the right attitude? Because he, to me, he, he just looked like someone that was quite pleased to just be take, there. Take the money. Um, you know, that's an easy thing to say. Just take the money, but it did. I don't know really. That the best, the best players that have still got the the desire to do it, are not happy to sit on a bench. And part of what I saw last season was that Bale appeared to be quite happy to sit on the bench, come on for a, a few cameo performances. And he, he's still, obviously, a very talented player. But something not quite right about the whole thing last season with him. So, but it seems to me, Daniel Levy just like made this business uh, uh, in that transfer window before the season started. I just like a little bit of business, you know. Like, he didn't really care about it that much or... No one else did. Uh, from what I can tell, and I'm no no more than anyone else, it seemed like a great idea to bring Gareth Bale back. It would like sell lots of shirts, lots of publicity. Whether it was the right thing to do from a football point of view, which really is what it should all be about, I'm not so sure. And I can only go on what you see. Jose Mourinho hardly ever picked him, hardly ever started him. That tells me that Gareth Bale was signed this t- well, last September, wasn't it? So he was signed last September to sell shirts and as a PR exercise more than it was to make Tottenham Hotspur, the football team, better than what there was already. Uh, moving on from that, let's yeah. go back to the like pre-season area mm-hmm. aspects. Uh, do you reckon Nuno will make any more changes to his next game, adding like... Some key players, or nah, it's, a, it's a gradual thing, isn't it? It's a gradual thing. These these games are just about getting people fit or fitter. You can't, like I said, you can't read too much into them at all, really. It, you, whatever Nuno's going to do, you, you you'll only really see that in the first sort of five or six games of the season, the real season. And let's talk about uh, the young prospect Niall John, who uh, played yesterday, had a very good performance. I was talking to you about him earlier this morning. Uh, what's your thoughts on him? Do you reckon he's left shine in the future? Uh, <laughs> I've never seen him play, so I can't. I can't answer that question really. I, I saw him yesterday. He, yep. he had a very good game. Whatever you think, I'll, yeah. I'll go without you. Yeah? yeah, he had a few chances on goal. Had a shot or two. Uh, not much else. He's. I think he's going to become a, a very talented player. Yeah, well, let's hope so. Let's hope so. We we need them. We need all the all the talent we can get. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to say from this video, this podcast? Not really, because it's it's still far too soon to start making any any conclusions about anything to do with Spurs 
It's kind of we'll, we'll just talk about the transfer aspect of Tottenham Hotspur. About us uh, closing on the 15 million deal. Tomiyusu, I'm not sure how you pronounce his name. It's Japan international uh, centre-back yeah, who's yeah. closing on a deal to join the club. Uh, do you reckon he's going to make such an impact at this club? I've never seen the guy play. I don't know anything about him. I think he plays... A, does he play right-back and... and centre-back. And centre-back, yeah. which is... That's decent, but... You know, I, I can't possibly really make too many comments. The cynical part of me says, oh, yeah, he's a, he's a Japanese footballer, and that's designed to tap into the, the market out there, just like Son has done. Yeah, we just, like, got him. For what a cheap. We got we got then. Son. Yeah, but fair play. Son's obviously been a, a good player for us, you know, or a very good player for us. Yeah. But the cynic in me says that you you sign someone from that kind of part of the world, where that will tap into lots of uh, fans that then want to come and watch him play in the stadium. That's a cynical point of view, and maybe I'm becoming a bit too cynical. And so I don't know, but I don't know nothing about the guy. Um, yeah. And so again, I can't, you know. And from what I'm seeing, only what I'm seeing, obviously there's all rumours, so they want 22 million and we're offering 20 million. And this seems to have been going on for a, a couple of weeks now, this particular deal. No, apparently we've agreed to deal 15 million. Well, I'm, I'm reading very di- different things. I don't know. I don't know. Can't I mean, be trusting me. At the end of the day, look, if we want to sign the bloke, if he's that good, go out there and sign him and, and pay a couple of extra million pounds to, to do it. But Yeah, what about uh, from Seta, uh, the... Uh, director of football, do you reckon he, he's actually making an impact so far? Uh, you don't mean Fonseca, do you? You mean the the guy... Oh, Paratici, Paratici, sorry. yeah. 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 <laughs> I've yeah. made up from... I've, I've been seeing too many... Uh, too many names. Too many names, too many names yes. Uh, Fonseca <laughs> was the man that nearly became the manager. Yeah. Or one of the people that nearly became the manager in amongst in amongst quite a few others. Yeah, that's what well, it's been too many names. I've too many names, I know. You need, a whole, yeah. you need a long list, you need a book to actually write them all down. But... Um, <laughs> Uh, for, for a second, he did again. Paratici, well, who knows? He comes with a track record of attracting people, or at least knowing lots of different deals. Again, I'm just being cynical. Ultimately, it's Daniel Levy that signs off on any kind of deal, whether you like it or not. Daniel Levy might claim that he's stepping away from that kind of thing, but he's the man that ultimately holds the power, and ultimately will say yes or no to any deal. So Paratici is only going to be so good at whatever he does. Look at Reina Juventus, uh, isn't he? Paratici. Yeah, but but he's come to Spurs and he's come to work with Daniel Leaving. So whatever you've done at another club goes out the window, really, when you come to Tottenham because Tottenham operate in a very different way. Yeah. And as much as I hate to say it, I, I, I just don't believe that we operate in a way that is going to bring success in that you... you you can identify a, a really good player, but if we don't go in there and just pay the money that we're being asked to pay for a club, we, we seem to not get the player we want to get. We end up going for the third option rather than the first option. So Paratici, far too soon to tell, to make any kind of judgment on what he's doing, how well he's doing, whether he's actually going to achieve anything at Tottenham or not. It's it's way too soon to to judge that. Even even this transfer window is too soon. You, you've got to ask me that question in 12 months' time, honestly, I would say. So we're going to wrap up this video here. I think yep. we said that a minute ago, but we just yep. carried on the conversation well, on yeah, Tottenham. There too much talked about, isn't there, at the moment? Well, we just want some good things to talk about Spurs. You know, hopefully, hopefully the next few podcasts we make, 
there's something going to be good. And the next video I'm going to make, uh, I think you're going to be in it, aren't you, soon? If you want me to. Yep, uh, it's going to be a Euro review. I haven't been trying to hide it. You guys thinking I have, uh, obviously England lost in the final, which I'll talk about in the video coming up. Uh, yeah, I'll talk about that soon. But I guess thank you for listening for this one. It's supposed to be a late Orient like review, but we've just turned into like a massive Spurs talk, haven't we? No, kind of, yeah, <laughs> kind of. But thank you for listening, and I guess I'll see you in my.